The following program is brought to you by Podcast One Sportsnet. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Happy holidays from all your friends at Podcast One. Hey, it's Adam Carolla. This is Heather Dubrow from Heather Dubrow's World. Hey, it's Steve Alps from the Steve Alps Show. Hey, this is Rob Riggle. And Sarah Tiana from Riggle's Picks. This is Caitlin Bristow from Off the Vine. Hey, this is Kelty from The Lady Gang. Happy holidays from Podcast One. Time to play with pain. Where sports and inaccuracy collide. Now, here's your host, veteran sportscaster, and the voice of the International Speed Fishing Championships, Jet Waterhouse. Yeah, brother! Hello again, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. My guest today, you and me. It's time for the year-end wrap-up show featuring your questions, my answers, and my producer Gary Smith's well-timed interjections. First, let me thank the folks that sponsor this podcast for real. True Car for all your car buying needs. BetOnline.ag, Podcast One's trusted partner in all things gaming, plus Pluto TV. Download it to all your devices and welcome yourself to the 21st century. And as always... Before we get to the year-ender, time for the Waterhouse Update, brought to you by Insomni Eggs. Our chickens are raised only on organic coca leaves. Let's go to Chet Waterhouse out in the field. Chet, what do you got for us, buddy? Thanks, Chet. Congrats on flying solo today. Wish I could be there, but I'm in Sweatville, Tennessee, calling the weak-handed axe-throwing championships. It is as dangerous as it sounds. NFL, final weekend. Packers crushed like Michael Buble at Metal Fest. Vikes, Kirk Cousins, and Adam Thielen will take their route-running argument to the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals. Tom Brady got a roughing the passer call when a New York Jets smirked at him. And Patrick Mahomes threw a 60-yard pass without using either hand. And wild card games are set. Colts versus Texans. They'll fight harder than passengers on a United Red Eye. Chargers versus Ravens. As intriguing as Donald Trump calling a seven-footer a gimme. Eagles versus Bears. More venom than Drake and Kanye. Seahawks versus Dallas. As unpredictable as a 50-year-old on a hoverboard. That NFL wrap-up brought to you by the Catapult. Launch your cat 500 feet. See if he stops peeing behind the couch then. College football championship is set. Alabama versus Clemson, just as Nostradamus predicted. Nick Saban already looking like David Banner just before he becomes the Hulk. Miami hires Manny Diaz, who I believe was in General Hospital. Urban Meyer wins his last game, but his ulcers will continue to coach at OSU. LSU beats Central Florida in a game I wish both teams could have lost. That college wrap-up brought to you by Dictators. We make your baked potato our way. NBA MVP race currently led by the Milwaukee Bucks. Giannis and Toto Procol Harum. Whatever happened to calling your kid Bill Russell? LeBron James tweaked his groin injury, pitching an animated project at Netflix. Hockey! A drunk fan attacked the Chicago Blackhawks mascot. 
but Tommy Hawk body slammed the fan and drove him into a recycling bin. That's how hot it is inside those suits. And finally, this week in sports history, the year 1952, the place Coral Gables, Florida, middleweight champ Jake LaMotta was knocked down for the only time in his entire career, unless you count divorce court. This Waterhouse Update brought to you by The Broken Clock Store. Open 35 hours a day, 12 days a week. Back to you, Chet. Break a lip, pal. Now, it's talk time. My guest today, you. And, well, me. Let's get right to the questions. This from Dodges Hodge. Oh, that's at Dodges Hodge on Twitter. That's right. That's Twitter, right, Gary? That uh, the at thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, good, good. You know, I like yeah. to stay up on things. The people send messages, but they're short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here it is. Chet! When it's your wedding day and you're in front of the justice of the peace, how important is it to stay on script? Well, look, uh, your head's going to be in Puerto Rico. I don't care where you're getting married. Uh, uh, so it's best to stay on script. I, Always. Delete, I deleted my script. You did? For Mo- your wedding? Moments before I was walking down the aisle. Good Lord! I deleted it. And what did you say up there? I just figured it out. I just spoke well, from the we, hip. It was not good. You f- I was going to say you figured it out for you. Yeah. And now you're going to be paying. That's that's about 13 years with the in-laws. Yeah. Yeah, you're bringing hard liquor, wine, and stuffing to every Thanksgiving for the next 13 years. So, Dodges Hodge, stay on script. Write it. Rehearse it. Forget it. Internalize it. And blow, baby, blow. That's what I got to say. All right. Now, this from a Glen in Asbestos, California. And I guess that's in the desert somewhere. What's the best taco in Southern California? Oh, listen, I got a guy here who grew up in Southern California. But before he starts, I'm going. The garlic tacos at Azteca in Garden Grove. Those are my favorites. Tight second place. Tito's Tacos on Washington Place in Culver City. Just because they make you wait in line so you think you're, uh, you're getting a better deal. But they're pretty solid. And they got those, uh, those uh, what's the things inside the soft corn? Not the tortilla. The, uh, the t- not the tostada. It's got to be another T word. Something that they the wrap taquito? in corn. No, they wrap it in corn. And then they tie a little bow on it. And then chili Rihanna? Uh, no, no. It's Kamali. Tamale. I knew it was a T word. There you go. We'll get there. Now, my producer, Gary Smith, born and raised out of California. What's your favorite taco? Tito's is great. Honorable mention to our friend Danny Trejo, Trejo's Tacos, but the number one for me. And it's in a truck. Yes. So it may, uh, look, part of the great taco is the fact that it's six feet from you. There you go. So, But your favorite is? But I, it, one no one would know, it's called Dos Burritos on Hollywood and Vine. It's right there on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. You would walk by it ten times out of ten and is the best Mexican food in L.A. Wow, so put on your spandex and your uh, fake superhero hat and see if you can't go get one for free. Dos Burritos. There you go. And uh, that's actually the order. You have to order two burritos or they don't give you anything. <laughs> from Carla, who's from, uh, well, it says none of my business. That's what it says here. So uh, I don't know where Carla's from. You're always asking others, so what's your best athletic moment ever in your life? All right. Well, we'll start with me. I was playing a pickup game uh, with other uh, fairly sloth-like ne'er-do-wells. And uh, Jack came out. He's about 6'3", a clearly ball player, joined us, dominating Stole a feeble pass from a comedian to an actor, and then he thought he'd showboat, so he dribbled the length of the court. I happened to be at the half-court line and saw him from opposite side of the half-court line. 
I go tearing after him. He starts to dog it because he's a big jock, you know. And so I caught him right at the hoop. And I swooped over his head, and I blocked a shot. And I was swarmed by my teammates. I even got high fives from black guys. That was impressive. That was a long time ago. That's back before I had a, a lot of carbs. Gary, you're a best, uh, your best athletic moment of your life. You're a lanky dude. I'd pick you for polo or golf. I'd like to be good at golf. I'm not. I love playing it, but I'm terrible. I played, My primary sport was hockey. Get out! Yeah. Man, oh man, oh man, tall. Oh boy, he had to put on some. Uh, he had to put on some mutton for, I, uh, for hockey. You must have got banged around like a flag in a windstorm. Well, I, I you're I, a life dude. My my growth, my my height came a lot faster than almost every other kid. So for several years there, even though I wasn't the heaviest guy, I was able to put pretty big hurting on people. Oh, so yeah, you could kind of come. You had the angle on him. Yeah, yeah. So, my width came first. Yeah. <laughs> so um, my greatest uh, my greatest sports moment, I guess, would be. Uh, uh, Roller hockey championship one season for my travel team, and we went into overtime, and the coach gave a big speech to the whole team and sent them out uh, on the rink and held me back and looked me in the eye and said, you're going to score and win this game, and I went out there and did just that. From a family of nine, Gary Smith, a world of courage. When they were passing out guts, Smith got back in line for second helpings. That (laughs) inspirational anecdote brought to you by Burlap Skimpy Lingerie. The less there is, the less it itches. For her lap, try Burlap. And Blood Ball. It's like paintball, but with real blood. Yours. Now, here's a question from Dr. Sanjay Gupta. I didn't know he listened, Gary. That's nice. Chat. Yeah, that's a big celeb for us. What's the worst injury you've ever had in your life, says Doc Sanjay Gupta. Oh, that's a toss-up for me. I tore my knee. Uh, This is unforgettable. Uh, Trying to go into second base, uh, standing up, literally just jogging into second base. Uh, And even through the pain as I crumpled to the uh, infield, I could see the quizzical looks of the other softball team's infielders wondering how and what had happened, what the loud noise was they heard, and why. And then uh, it may be tied with that. Uh, that uh, The first one was uh, 20 years ago. This one uh, may be two months ago. Uh, I tore my left rotator cuff, putting ointment on my right rotator cuff. That's what happens when you get old. Your worst injury, Gary Smith. Uh, Slap shot to to the dice. Ouch! Yeah. Woo! Those are that's snake eyes. That's yeah. what they call snake eyes. Yeah, I had the cup on, but it hit at such an angle that it drove the cup into what it was protecting. And uh, oh, brother, you ouch. never want to hear that. Yeah. Yeah, that's like having spikes on your uh, tires. Those six foot long spikes. Yep. And then you get sideswiped, but you roll, and actually the spikes uh, nail your boss in the forehead on the passenger side. Uh, that's no good. No, no, you can't do that. And that's back when cups were not made out of titanium. They were made out of, like, uh, you know, Suriname plastic. Really bad stuff. Uh, from Wayne and Schuster in Off Course, Arizona, what is your career highlight? Wow, ooh, that's a good one. Let me think about that one. Probably 2009, the year Japan snuck past Norway and won the International Speed Fishing Championships. Of course, I am the voice of uh, international speed fishing up in Cheddar Falls, Wisconsin. That's uh, the, the home to the American speed fishing track up there. And uh, uh, what made it doubly hard, Gary, uh, Donnie Most was there from Happy Days, so the pressure was on. Ooh, insurmountable. Man, I was sweating. Uh, hey, from Gennady Golovkin. Triple hey. G? Yes. Yeah. It says here, though, not that Gennady Golovkin. Oh. Yeah. 
Anyway, what is my greatest fear? Well, you know, I would say uh, fear of choking on something not worth choking on that could have easily been digested, but I swallowed it wrong, like a Boston baked bean, like a single Boston baked bean that's even smooth, but somehow I get it caught in my larynx, and then I'm embarrassed and dead. Bad combo. That would be my biggest fear. Yeah. As an announcer, too. You know, because uh, that's uh, – yeah. hey, the the throat's the payday, buddy. Yeah, that's a moneymaker. Now, what about you? Biggest fear? Uh, tripping and dying. Tripping and dying. Yeah. In any particular way or just – Death as a result of tripping is death, terrifying. Uh, I'm going to throw an escalator in there. See what that does for you. Oh, that's yeah. scary. You know what else? Uh, I don't like uh, cooked cabbage. It terrifies me. All right, listen. Uh, 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 hey, uh, those opinions brought to you by Gorgonzola, the cheese made from cactus milk. And, of course, conundrums, the drum set no one can figure out. Now, I got me here, so it's time for Advice Corner. That's right. We're not breaking form here. It's time for Advice Corner. Actual takeaway from Chet Waterhouse. Most important element when meeting someone for the first time. Hmm. I'm going to say mouthwash, gum, something, something for them. Don't go Szechuan dumplings flamethrower on some poor woman at a bar. She's just trying to meet a nice guy. You're lighting people's cigarettes from 40 feet away. Clear the breath, step number one. All right. Best way to loosen up a tight crowd. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Oh, wait a second. It's good. I wrote it. Free round of Schlatzman's malt liquor. That's what I. That's the best way to loosen up a crowd. I don't care if you think it's cheap. I don't care if you think you should go uh, intellectual or creative. No. Hit them with some booze. That lightens them up. All right. Here's number three. Quick tip on handling a press box heckler. Ooh, yeah, you know, guys don't just heckle athletes at events. That's very true. They scream down to press row or up to the press box, and they start in on you. So the quickest tip on handling a press box heckler, you know what I'm going to say, Gary? What's that? Again, free round of Schlatzman's malt liquor. Yeah. It's granite filtered for your protection. It's a popular choice. And taconite filtered as well. And remember, it's Schlatzman's malt liquor. It's not beer so don't call it beer. Best way to dress for your first day on the job. A lot of my listeners changing jobs, unemployed, getting work, hopefully. I say, and this is an honest to God tip. This has worked for me every gig I've ever had. Long sleeve shirt, roll up the sleeves, show your boss you mean business. You're ready for work. Take that tie down a couple of notches. Don't go walking in there in, in some kind of Radiohead T-shirt and those damn uh, douchebag sneakers where they don't have the lacers anymore. You just slip them on. Go, go in in a tie, but take it down a notch. Show them you're already sweating. And then roll up those sleeves. Show them you're ready to dive forearm deep into whatever he's got for you. That advice corner brought to you by U-Drive, the app that lets you rent your own car to take you wherever you want to go. Hey, speaking of cars, every car comes with its share of stories. That ding in your bumper when you nervously picked up your first date not knowing what was going to happen later that night. How about the luxury package you got after a big promo? Thought you'd blow a little dough. Hey, that doesn't hurt anybody. Or the mileage you saved by riding your bike all summer. 
And listen, you can't put a price tag on your stories. But now, with TrueCar, you can at least find out what your car's worth when it's time to sell or trade it in. Just go to TrueCar. Simply enter your license plate number. Watch how your car's details just fly up on the screen. Then answer a few questions. Navigation and moonroof? Watch as they bump up your value. High mileage? You already knew it was going to cost you. But now you know how much it dings your wallet so you can plan ahead. Once you're finished, you'll get a true cash offer sent in minutes, which you can take to a low local certified dealer to cash out or trade in. So, when you are ready to experience a better way to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car today. True Cash offer not available in all areas. All right, now it's time. Yes, like I say, I don't break form. It's time for the Fiery Four. The Fiery Four. These are sports takes hotter than the Kanye Drake feud. <laughs> Fire number one! College Championship actually has a big halftime show now. They got a rock and roll band playing at it. Should this buku money trickle down to the athletes? I'm going to say yes. I think athletes should make some dough off of this for Pete's sake. There's people running around in giant fuzzy hats and driving big cars and coaches making $5 million. They got homes in three cities because they can't figure out where they're going. I say that money's got to funnel down to the athletes. You can figure out the academics of it. But for Pete's sake, they're making an incredible crap load of dough. And because they're making that kind of dough in football and basketball and in some places, hockey, money-generating sports, income, revenue – They are keeping an entire athletic department floating. And that includes the uh, B water polo team. That includes field hockey. That includes whatever anybody wants to play there. And in some of these whack job schools, Santa Cruz, places like that, it means like Frisbee, golf, and stuff like that. But, hey, the kids are enjoying it, and they're enjoying it because people are making boo bucks at the top of the heap. That's my thing. What do you think? Chet, you couldn't be more right. For for God's sake, I watched a football game a couple of weeks ago where some student won a hundred grand for throwing footballs into a Dr. Pepper can, but the guy's out there smashing into another 250-pound player his own size, and he's not getting a dollar for it? Come on. Man, that's a great point. I should have thought of that. That's brilliant. Plus, they don't even throw it like a football. No, they, they, they heave it like a loaf of bread. Yeah, like, like, they look like hot pumpkins that they're trying to get off a lot before the owner comes with the big pit bull. I was going crazy watching it from my couch. Can you imagine if you're in the locker room taping up a sprained ankle? Pay him! Fire number two! True or false, the days of the classic drop-back passer like Tom Brady and Ben Roethlisberger are over quicker than Sunday Mass in Las Vegas. I think it's true because, man, these kids out there now, they're running around like they just stole some Reese's Pieces from a quick trip. Man, they got the footwork. They can go. They can mobilize. Some of them designed. Some of them just free in the pocket. I think you need a mobile quarterback, certainly at the college level. Look at the difference between your top college teams and the teams that are just under. I always got to go to the Badger barometer. Look at why Wisconsin isn't in that top 8, 10 of the country ever. They don't have a mobile quarterback. I think you need it. I think you need the mobile quarterback to make a difference. I really do. What do you think? For the college game, you absolutely need to have the mobile quarterback. I don't know if the day of the uh, the dropback passer is dead in the NFL, but I think it is in college. Wow, boy. They had Jared Goff looking like a bad juggler the other night because well, he, he couldn't run. Well, that and it was a little cold. 
Well, yeah, you, but I mean, cold. come on. Hey. All these guys, can, there's 1,600 guys in the NFL, right? 1,580 of them seem to do just fine in the cold. We're going to call off the game because uh, Jared Goff said it was a little cold. Fire number three! <laughs> Who the hell in his right mind is going to take the Green Bay Packers job? They look sadder than a chess geek riding solo at a high school prom. I don't know. I don't think it's Joe Philbin. They may wind up stuck with him. He was their offensive coordinator. It wasn't exactly like he was lighting a kerosene rag on fire and throwing a Molotov cocktail. They stunk on offense all year. And unless McCarthy was keeping a cap on that, and suddenly Joe Philbin's going to break open with some incredible Mozart-like innovations on offense, which they have not shown either the last two weeks, I don't think he's going to be good for him. I got no idea. All I can say is this. I might... I might look in the college ranks. I might look down and see if somebody's prime to to plumb. And I don't mean a Les Miles or a Bobby Petrino. I mean somebody who uh, lived most of their life with uh, social media or Twitter. So you got to go find a younger guy who can relate to these young players and uh, fire up the, the great Green Bay Packer legacy once again. Well, I mean, who's going to be able to resist Green Bay? I mean, have you ever been there in January? It is picturesque. It is. Hey, listen. It's a whole it's a whole different kind of love. Oh yeah, absolutely. You have not lived until your ass is frozen solid on a cooler in an ice fishing shed and then suddenly Oh, brother, that big musky bites. And boom, you're yanking him up. Get the auger. We got to cut another hole. This thing's too big. That's living. And finally, fire number four. Tell me a team not in the playoffs in the NFL who's going to make big noise next year. My team, Buffalo. I think they could get dangerous. I think they get a little bit of D. I think this Allen kid's the deal at QB. I think he's kind of flying under the radar. Uh, big kid. He can run. He can throw the ball. And uh, they just they just didn't quite add some injuries. They didn't quite. I think Buffalo's uh, could make some noise next year in the playoffs. What about you? That's a strong one. Mine, I'm going to go with the Browns. Browns, that's true. Yeah, Baker Mayfield, although is he blowing all his heat this year. He's like a hot actress on a show. Everybody thinks he's going to go, and then it gets canceled. Boom, goodbye. I don't know. I saw, But I saw the stat that uh, since they changed head coaches, they've had more wins than they have in the past two and a half seasons. Yeah, that is true. Something uh, was holding him up there. Yeah, and the, Baker seems very comfortable wow. with the guy who took over. So if they let Baker keep doing himself, I think that they're going to be a team to watch in the next half decade. What kind of death, Paul, do you have to throw over a team that when you leave, <laughs> they win more games than your entire tenure? Twice as many games as your entire tenure. Uh, it's crazy to think he still wow. has an NFL job. That's a wet blanket right there. Yep. Well, uh, Cincinnati, you're saying. Is that in the NFL still, Cincinnati? <laughs> I don't even know. I think they're in the AAC now. Hey, that fiery four brought to you by Gesundheit, the leotards that help cut your sneezing in <laughs> half. And now, oh, brother, does Gary, my producer, have a pop quiz for me? Pop, pop quiz. Man, oh man, I gotta love that theme song. I, you know, I hate to pat myself on the back, but I saved me a lot of bucks on that one. It's kind of catchy, too. See, the kids are singing it. Yeah, listen, it's hard to beat. What Super Bowl? Yeah. Question old, number one, pop quiz. Question number one. Chet Waterhouse from Gary Smith, my producer. What Super Bowl yes. is the only Super Bowl that the San Diego Chargers have played? 
The year? Oh, maybe going to the Roman numerals. I'll go to the. I'll tell. I'll accept year or Roman numerals. Back of my head's gonna explode, man. I mean, why do you even teach Latin? If the Latins were so hot, they'd still be around for Pete's sake. Uh, they got beat out of the Romans, crushed them for Pete's sake, and then the Romans got crushed, and we're kind of left with the Scottish. I don't know how that happened. I'm going 1995. That is correct. It was the uh, 1994 season, so 1995 was the year of the Super Bowl. Boom! San Diego Chargers. Was that uh, one of those Marty Schottenheimer crazy-ass teams? Uh, no. Head coach Bobby Ross. Bobby Ross. Ooh, even weirder. All right. We're going to stick with the Chargers theme. Bobby Ross head coach. Chargers. <laughs> in wow. Wh- in what city was Super Bowl 34 played? Was that Super Bowl 34? I believe it was. Uh, let's see. 95. Super Bowl. San Diego. Who'd they play? Can you tell me? 49ers. 49ers. San Diego. Super Bowl, San Diego. It was in Miami. Ah, damn it. And Took a shot at Oh, I'm one and one. <laughs> and I was wrong. It was uh, Super Bowl 29. Super Bowl 29. All right. Last one. Hey, look, those are uh, Roman numerals. Yeah. How can, see? You see what happens? Roman numerals. Can you imagine living in uh, Roman numeral times? No. And just looking up at the uh, street signs or, you know, the bank, the I bank can... clock and going, I don't know. I don't know what time it is. I don't know if we're early or late. I don't know how to get to my house without ways. I, I would not have done well in Roman times. No, no, no. And plus, uh, they just uh, threw their poo right into the street. What the hell is that all about? There you go. All right, the rubber question. All right, we got to stick with the Chargers because for the first time in a long time, I have something to be excited about. Love the this, Chargers. With this year's season, uh, this year's team. Who was the MVP of Super Bowl Twenty Nine, featuring the then San Diego Chargers and the San Francisco 49ers? Well, Chargers lost, so it ain't coming off their squad. I'm uh, gonna go 49ers. In 95 would be Steve Young. There you go. Wow! Two for one! Unbelievable! I actually pulled off a pop quiz. My goodness! And that pop quiz brought to you by high fructose corn syrup. Don't worry. Something worse will come along. And, of course, by damn it, the world's most frustrating board game. And Smirks, the lemony sarcastic breath mint. Plus Daylight. It's everywhere till about 6.30 or so. All right, it's plug time. My guest today, me and you and Gary Smith. Thank you for questions and thank you for listening. Follow me on Twitter at Chet Waterhouse and follow my comedian buddy at Real Jeff Cesario. Follow Gary Smith at G Patrick Smith. Is that right? Yeah. That's a Twitter handle you got right it. there, baby. That's I slipped the Irish in just to, just to try to attract more uh, more uh, poets. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> Support my sponsors, True Car, BetOnline.ag, and Pluto. And listen, I want you to have an unbelievable 2019. Let's kick this baby off right and keep her rolling. If you want more of me this weekend, I'll be at the Six Flags over Ragweed, Kansas, calling the opening of their newest roller coaster, the Stock Market. Guaranteed to make you sick. This is Chet Waterhouse reminding you to play with pain.